Well, 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 it looks like we're back for another episode of The Build Plate. Here we go. Keep bringing up great episodes for our listeners. And you know what? I just wanted to ask you one quick question, Asher. Do you even know what we're talking about today? Well, listen, this is how it normally goes, all right? The producer creates a topic for us. And then 15 to 5 minutes before recording, he reveals that invention and topic to us. So to answer your question, I do know the topic, but I didn't know until just before this recording. And I think that you're going to really like it because, you know what? We probably wouldn't be able to record this podcast without this invention. We're going to be talking about record players. Off the record... We are going to be talking about the record player. You know, I think it's it's safe to say that, that it's probably one of the most important inventions of our time in terms of home entertainment. Um, the record player has brought music into our hearts and our homes for well over a century. Um, and to be honest, if you think of it like a record player now, even to like now nowadays... Sometimes people go, well, that's such ancient technology. Um, And it was technology that they thought that, you know, CDs were basically going to ruin. And after CDs, everyone's like, oh, my God, CDs are amazing. amazing." And now we have, like, streaming and digital downloads. So it's like it seems like one thing comes after another. And honestly, Mm -hmm. I don't really see CDs coming back. But going down, going forward, the – the record player, you know, man, it's crazy. You know, a lot of people would be like, yo, this thing should be collecting dust in a basement or an attic. Right. But here it is. It seems like the record player is having a comeback. Yeah, right. And it's had several ups and downs in trends. I, I think uh, we're going to count about three of those as we discuss the record player. Record players have evolved across numerous iterations. So basically, they were not always how we have seen them. Today, they started with a totally different design, and then they changed over time into what we have today because that is the most efficient way to play. Mm. Well, I can't say the most efficient, but I mean, it is probably the one of the best ways to play music if you're not doing it over like digital files. You, know, you sound files. a little biased. I feel like you have a record player. I do have a record player. I knew it. But that's off the record. <laughs> yeah, I got some biased feelings. I love feelings records, you. man. I, I love playing records. In fact, I just played one yesterday. Um, Gina and I enjoy it a lot when we throw a record on. And it's just something about, it's like more tangible, right? It's not, definitely not an NFT. This is a, this is a Yeah, FT. it's not, <laughs> it's a Sorry, tangible it's token. A, Non-fungible it's, it's, tangible It's a token. tangible, yeah, for sure. It's a, it's a TT, a tangible token. Yep. And that's what a record is to me. It's it's amazing how you can just take it, physically touch it, put it onto the turntable. This is a modern record I'm explaining now. The ones we're going to get into, once we start delving into the history of records, they don't have turntables. But uh, this one that I have, I put that record on turntable, I drop the needle, and I hit the button to play it. And the sound is just, you hear a little bit of static in it, that really makes me happy when I hear that static as many people who listen to records that are listening to us right now which we should make our podcast and put it on a record we should make one episode on a you record. know what we should have a build plate podcast record 
I if, I think I, we should. This is absolutely I don't know why we genius. Don't. Absolutely. We'll have genius. to we'll have to talk to our creative team about that, but I think it's something we could do for like our hundredth episode. We could put it on a record. Yeah. Um that could be something we could do. Are we closing sure. in on our hundredth episode? What episode? Um, are we we're on? about halfway there. We're about halfway there. Um speaking of that. But besides the fact, let's talk a little bit more about these records. So okay. the record started as a f- machine called a phonograph. And then it morphed into the turntable type, and and then it reached to the modern vinyl level where we actually play vinyl. Um, so the early uh, renditions had wheels instead of circular record. They had wheels, is what I what I can kind of glean from this paragraph I'm getting through right now or looking at. And uh, many nowadays convert analog music as it generates high quality uncompressed audio. Um, <laughs> this this paragraph sucks. Um, <laughs> Where are you? Where the fuck are you? <laughs> I'm lost, man. <laughs> <laughs> producer, God uh, damn. <laughs> we gotta cut that that GD. I'm sorry, I shouldn't have swore. Uh, no worries, Thank man. You. We can edit anything out. All right, moving on. Starting now. This is good. Let's take a look at the record player's history to help readers. Yeah, let's do that. I like that. That's a of good this idea. Interesting music technology. So here we are, the record player's beginnings. So, so you know, I gotta tell you guys. All right, we are gonna talk about the first version. It goes way back to this turntable by our good friend Edward Leon Scott de Martin. Edward, I like this guy. What a weird way of saying Edward, but it is Edward. Yeah. It Edward. It is, it's spelled E-D-O-U-A-R-D. I've right. never seen it spelled that way before either. It's a really good I call. I think that if I part. name my son Edward, it's going to be spelled this way. This is so it's unique. Like, Anyways, it's like Edo Howard. He created the first photo autograph. Very interesting, very distinct difference there. And that was way back in 1857 in our great country, France. Well, it's not our country, but it's a great country. France. Yeah, yeah. That's it. They got a lot of good wines there. Love yeah. it. Huge wine country there, and they got such great, great country and, and designers of the the phono autograph. Anyways, this device mm-hmm. did not play sound at all. In fact, it, it didn't. No, 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 no. It's very interesting. Whoa! It actually, so this is the very first. This yeah. is the beginning. This is like, like the beginning. Wow. And you know what? We're getting to, we're getting into inventions that just didn't happen by accident. This someone sought out to do this. So Edward yeah, says, "You that's know what?" Cool. He's going to create this device. What's cool is that it, it inscribed airborne airborne noises. So just I don't know why we have to use the word airborne, but just noises in general onto paper right. for they're all airborne. study. Yeah, they're all airborne. <laughs> what a dumb thing to say. Um, it's all like vibrations through the air, and then it probably like moved yeah, the needle. Yeah, it's like freaking weird, you know. Yeah. Grafted on the paper. That's so exactly he could graph what it was. Sound waves on the paper. Yeah, exactly. And then it was just used in labs to study. So the, not a lot happened, but I think it's really distinct because this was the first initial idea that I think the next inventors or the next succession of the record player really took ideas from Edward Leon yeah, Scott de Martin. Exactly. So the next guy we're going to talk about, he did take inspiration from this Edward Edward. Day whatever Edward. Martina McVille or something. Edward. He took inspirations from this guy, and everybody's gonna know this guy because if you don't know this guy, then you don't know about light bulbs. 
And this is a light bulb moment. This is a very important guy to us because our graphic on our podcast has a light bulb and we always think of him when we're talking about inventions. This mm. is none other but Thomas Edison. And or as Asher says, Thomas Edison. Thomas. Um, and because why why is the H <coughs> why is the H silent? It doesn't make any sense. It's a Thomas. Hey man. <laughs> this is the dumbest. When you think of when you think of th- like a th- thump, it's not tump. It's hey, thump. It's, Asher, it's not. This is how this is how grammar works. Thomas okay. Edison invented the phonograph. Okay, so Thomas Edison is really what you're saying. Yes. I now understand. we're talking about the phonograph and not the whatever the sonoautograph is. What? No, the yeah the phonoautograph. Now we're talking about the phonograph. So we took the auto out of it, and now we have the phonograph. And Thomas Edison invented it. It was in 1877, and this is who is known for inventing the record player. The phonograph recorded sound, and it also played sound. It inscribed the audio to tinfoil wrapped along a cardboard cylinder for subsequent playback. Whoa. So Alexander Graham Bell, do you have something to say? I, I, th- I see you're very excited. What, what's like, tickling your excitement? I, I'm, I'm shocked. I'm shocked that this device made such a a huge jump in technology from 1877 by Thomas Edison. Right, but this guy's known for being just smart. He's like the Elon Musk of his day. He takes stuff, he thinks outside the box, he pushes them a little more. This is my view of him. Some people think he may have, you know, been a little bit more of a darker figure and stolen a lot of these inventions and maybe done some dark arts to get them. But uh, for me and my family, we believe Thomas Edison is a very good guy who's created some good inventions. And, you know, history is history. We okay. can talk about that. It could have been Blurred, whatever. But there's a sure. great band called Blurred Lines. You should listen okay. to them. Okay. Maybe history is a little blurred. We'll do that. So, Absolutely. Um, exactly. So, anyways, Alexander Graham Bell added wax to Edison's phonograph design in order to record waves of sound. The result was referred to as a graphophone. A so now we went from phonograph to graphophone. And this is Graham Bell, the guy who technically created the telephone. But that's a probably a story for a different day. But this guy, I believe, wrapped the wheel that had the tin foil on it. He wrapped that in wax now. And it ended up taking the sound and having more, um, I guess, accuracy. So you could record waves, actually. So yeah, that was the breakthrough of Thomas Edison and then Graham Bell. What a good guy. And you know what? I think that's so f***ing fascinating that we went from this little thing that you know Thomas Edison decides to make. Then we got Graham Bell, who's huge in the industry. He created the freaking cell phone. Dude, and up in Canada, not cell phone, dude. Come on. Bro, bro. <laughs> the, the cell the phone. The, no, the cell phone happened because of him. Uh, fair enough. Touche. I okay. cannot, <laughs> All right, can't you, argue that. I'm you just cutting, me. you know, the telegraph, <laughs> and he made the first telephone, too. That's why you're it was right. called Bell. So, yeah, well, you're right. I mean, yeah. he made the first uh, telegraph. Yeah, which turned into the, the cell phone, system. which then turned into the cell phone. Yeah, right. So really, and that's something we're not going to talk about today, but maybe no, some, maybe in the point. future. Anyways, this dude named Emily. All right, Emily. What Emily? 
Emily, yeah, dude, that's a man's name. Emily is it Berliner. Emil, Emile, or is we're it calling Emily? him Emily? It's it's definitely okay, Emily. Fine. Yeah, okay. We'll do it. We'll Emily do it. Berliner. I'll, I'll go with it. I'm running with it. All right. He took these record players to their next freaking level, and he, he dubbed okay. his creation the gramophone. And okay, so to, hold yeah. on. We have yep. the graph graphophone, and now we have the gramophone. Very distinct distinction okay this these people yeah. just could not get rid of the phone though for yeah. some reason they kept phone that would be interesting to understand why it probably goes back to some kind of greek word that means sound but i it's can gotta look mean that. yeah it's gotta gotta do something with that but this mm-hmm. guy man he's like this i got the next invention he's like i got i got you homie and so he goes from he takes he calls it the gramophone he gets the pan in 1887 Okay. So he was the first guy to patent it. Yeah. Do we know if Thomas Edison? I'm sure Thomas Edison patented his. Uh, well, but you have uh, to understand, Thomas Edison's was a secular device, whereas circular, yeah, circular device. Yeah. No, cyclical. It wasn't circular. Oh yeah, it was cyclical. cyclical. I can't even say that word. Man. Yeah, I'm sorry. That's why cyclical. I said circular because I can't yeah, say cyclical. Cyclical. And then <laughs> our na- our buddy Emily decides to make it. A disc, so a circular disc shape, and it was oh, made from hard rubber. Oh, yep. we're making moves. We're making money moves. Yep, yep. It is, it, that's what we do over here is we make money moves. Anyways, um, he he makes it from hard rubber and shellac before uh, shellac, 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 shellac before it's constructed with vinyl. So he's really kind of started. He started this all, um, and the gramophone was the basis of what we now know as the record player um it interpreted grooves on flat discs instead of a cylinder which is important and this mm-hmm. is this is the modern day record player now amazing so we went from this guy in france then we went to thomas edison then we went to alexander Graham bell and now we went to emile or emily berliner and now now is when we go with the record players that we know and they go commercial they're going to the moon they go commercial baby they're going to the moon the first record player released to the masses was in 1895 the gramophone the one that berliner had the gramophone record was quite popular until the rise of radio so here's that first trend that we saw so we had trend one is before radio. Then radio kind of killed it. Now records became kind of fell out of style. Didn't have as much, um, I guess, weren't trending as much in the 30s and the 40s. Mm. But something happened. And we're going to get into that. It's called the golden age of records. And this is wanna, the next trend. I do want to take a moment to note that once this went commercial... The cost of a a record player or or the record player that we talk about now by our good friend, our good, good, good friend Emily, cost around a hundred and twenty five dollars in nineteen hundred. Now wow. I'm gonna ta- I'm gonna take a look at look at inflation. There's gotta be an inflation calendar here or calculator. Yeah, I'll I'll help you out with that too. Because we'll figure this out right here. Inflation okay. calculator. Okay. Got it. 
Okay, so you said one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Yep. What was the year? Nineteen eighteen ninety. We could go. You could go, go nineteen hundred just for the heck of it. Okay, I'll do nineteen hundred. Nineteen hundred, and okay, that's twenty twenty-two is this year. Okay, so in the year nineteen hundred, it was one hundred and twenty-five dollars. Mm-hmm. Um, the same item today would cost this. I I'm let me calculate. Oh boy. Um, this is not working. Let me try that again. Yeah, I think you got the wrong. You know, I think you probably got okay. The wrong. If in 1900 I purchased an item for 125 dollars, then in 2022 the item would cost. It says not applicable. Applicable. Oh, you know what? You know what? Let's do this. <laughs> Let's go 13 Did years we break later. The system? No, you, you, they only started recording um, like <laughs> inflation in 1913. So okay, if you take okay. that and you thank calculate you, thank it, you. I it didn't know that. That's a fun fact. That that roughly, because it says in 1913, it would have cost three thousand dollars, three thousand six hundred eighteen dollars. Wow, yep. Yeah, that's to buy a record too. player. That's a two thousand seven hundred and seventy-ish percent increase in in price. Dude, imagine how wealthy you would be if you took what you make here and this time. And you time travel back to the 1900s. Whoa, your money time would go now. so much farther. This is like an Adam Project scenario. Oh, I loved that movie, though. Dude, I do not like Ryan Gosling. Is that the uh, guy? No, Ryan Reynolds. Oh, my God. I always see that fucking thing. Anyway, <laughs> I do not like Ryan Reynolds. Gina and I both don't like Ryan Reynolds. We think he's got like the same jokes over and over again. His comedy is very... like generic but he annoys us for lack of a better word but well, you know, in this movie a good job in this movie this was a funny funny ryan reynolds movie and i, I loved, loved it. it yeah it was i great. loved it too we watched it with uh i watched it with dad actually and it was a good time so yeah love that movie love talking about time travel it's an interesting thought process we would be kajillion bajillion billionaires in the past but right now we can only look towards the future. So well, we're, to go we're talking the about the golden age. <laughs> <laughs> right. So the record player, it really became super popular in the 60s and 70s. Um, and that's when the dual, so that's the dual spin. This is actually when DJ started to become a big deal too. Um, right. When the dual released its first turntables to provide stereo playback. And the high fidelity sound reproduction hit the scene. And it basically was like, dude, we got to have a record player in our house. That's what everyone was saying. Everyone was like, you got that vinyl. You got that good vinyl. And, and it really was a huge hit in the 60s and 70s. And I would yeah, say. Yeah, this is how all the music was sold, man. You got a record. You literally got a record. Let's yeah. say back in the day, the Beatles came out with a, a, a record. What would they do? Well, they would put it on a record. <laughs> <laughs> You wouldn't. Then, you don't have you CDs. You don't have floppy disks. Yeah. To, to my knowledge, the only way to listen to music was with records. Yeah. So I mean, you know this was the second. It. This was the second trend that we talked about. Remember at the beginning, I said there's three times when records have been. Now we're on this. Right now we're at yeah. the top of the. Yeah, we're at the top. We're at the top of the woo. Yeah. And. <laughs> And so what happened to make 
them fall again off the trending, off the top tier of listening to music. Well, a lot of things happened, but basically Moore's Law kicked in, and we found better and better ways to listen to music because microchips became smaller and smaller. So eventually iPods came, or even before that we had CDs, and before that we had records. So we went records, CDs, and then digital. Crazy, I know. So why, when does the third woo come in? Well, before I talk about that, I would like to talk to you about uh, an interesting use for records. And that is hip-hop DJing hip-hop, was all hip-hop about... Hip-hop in the house. Switch it up. Dude, DJ artists, they started DJs, DJ artists, DJs. <laughs> <laughs> DJs started using called these record players. Jockeys. They guided their hands along. Yeah, disc jockeys. That's why it's a DJ. That's a fun fact too. You're all full one day. They started guiding their hands on the on the disc, and they're like using those. And when they did that, they create unique sounds and they produce new rhythms. And it was a new kind of instrument, pretty much. Some people still use record players today. To you to to play like DJ style music, um, how it works is essentially they hook it up and they just manipulate the sound with the discs. So it's pretty simple there. They connected cool. audio mixers to the record players and then they guide their hands along the records. That sounds kind it's of like an intimate moment with the <laughs> yeah with, with the discs. Um, it's funny how that word discs just became very close to being something else. Um, so yeah, um, the return of the Jedi. I mean, sorry, the return of vinyl <laughs> once again. <laughs> so, you know, we went through this transition, right? Where, where in the eighties and nineties and even the early two thousands, the use of records really died. It really fell off because we didn't really like them. We didn't need them. We had, like you said, we had iPads and we had all hello, these things. Hello, hello. That- hey, 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 hey. Hello, goodbye. It's uh, just like the classic Beatles song. The record said, hey, hello, goodbye, hello, hello, goodbye, goodbye, hello, hello, goodbye, goodbye, hello, hello. I think the Beatles were singing about record players and records when they sang that song. It's like, hello, hello, goodbye, goodbye, hello, hello, goodbye, goodbye. Records kept saying that. they could. You cannot get rid of them. You can't yeah. get rid of them. You can't get, well, that's what's crazy is that the vinyl, the basically the record player industry, the vinyl industry was really only being held up by these hardcore, like, enthusiasts who really thought that mm-hmm. music sounded better on vinyl and it really was a few niche uh music audience that really mm-hmm. kind of liked vinyl um but it, it's kind of come back in mainstream now we're seeing them sold at, at really um, huge department stores grocery stores and there's even yeah. been a birth of like new record stores. So even when you go in the mm-hmm. mall if you go down to this there's record stores where you can get vinyl like recent vinyl music it's yeah, I know of five. I know of five record stores right now off the top of my head. I'm not going to name them, but I, I personally have them right up here in the top of my brain because I like buying records once in a well, while. It's, it's, you know what that means? It means you're a top-tier human. I mean, I'm sorry to say it. When you can I top, like I'm that, a top-tier human. There I you go. I don't want to be like discredit all the Thank other humans, you. but really, wow. with you being with that top knowledge. Tier. Yeah. Uh, I'm a platinum record human. Let's just say that. I would say, I would say that's if that if I'm correct. platinum, you're above a platinum. You're like a golden platinum. No, I super don't think platinum. A, I don't know how that works. 
That's how it works. You know what? I'm That's a triple. I'm a triple platinum. There, there. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, you're next level, man. You're top, top, top tier with the triple platinum. That's man. right. Wow. That's right. Yep. That's cool. That's I'm really the shit. cool. Uh, but yeah, I think that's pretty wow. much the coolest thing I think about record players is this great, amazing invention that, that gave birth to so many, like it gave birth to hip hop. I mean, that's because we have the DJ disc jockeys, really, that's the main reason we have hip hop. So it gave birth to an entire, you know, cultural revolution and an entire music industry. And then also it really expanded the way that we listened to music in the early 40s through the 60s. And now it's kind of just this really cool thing that after a hundred years of technology, like we're, we got it back in our homes. And I think that that is fantastic. Yeah, it's amazing. The record's not going anywhere. Vinyl is sticking around a little longer. And I'm just wondering what's going to come next to kill vinyl once again so that it can rise up again. That's my question. My other question is, what do you think or what is your favorite album? So now, I'll so, allow you to cheat since you don't have a record player. I'm going to allow you to cheat and you can say any album on any format. Well, right now, I have my favorite artist, okay, um, is, is this guy by the name of L- L- Labyrinth, I think, is Labyrinth. Let's look him up. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, a rock a rock guy, yeah. Labyrinth. No, no, no. no, 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 no. Labyrinth. Guy, no, no, no. It's not Labyrinth. Okay. Labyrinth. Share, share your guy, screen so I can see him. Share I'll show you. Side. I'll show you. I'll show you. I got to look him up, okay? Okay, Labyrinth. His name Labrat? is... Lab Labyrinth. It's Labyrinth. Labyrinth. Okay. Yeah, I've heard of this him. This guy has got some of the best music right now. Is this I the mean, guy that sings the rendition of Sound of Music? No, 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 no. This guy okay. is, is sings some of the most. Let's just play one. T- uh, I think we get three music. seconds. I think we get three seconds. We get three before seconds before we're copyrighted. Yeah, I think so. I don't even think I can do that. I'm not going through. I'm not going through ads to do it. But just okay. look it up. Look him up. He's got some great freaking right. music. We can't play um, it, unfortunately, for our fans. But this, uh, if you know, you know. He might do. He might do a modern day rendition. But I tell you what, he's he's got some great music, um, and and I like him a lot. Now I don't. That, that's my favorite artist. My favorite album of of all time that I could listen to um, is actually you're probably gonna not believe me, but it is Maroon 5's um, most recent one that they did. Um, oh. Okay. Let's find it here. Yeah, this is a good one. It's kind of going back to rock a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I like it's it. It's not hands all over. It's not overexposed. It's this one, V. So Maroon 5's studio album V, which is for five, is probably I think their best. Okay. Yeah. Um, it is absolutely amazing. Wow. You still hear their songs in the radio. It was released back in 2012. Um, it's just got some amazing freaking songs on there. I'm gonna have to. Do a little bit more deep dive into that because I haven't really checked out that album fully. So that's that's really cool, man. Thank you for that. Well, what about you? What about you? Well, the there's I actually have a record player and I do have records, and there's no doubt about it. There's a lot of records that I love, and I I wish I could make a choice like right now. But there is one record that I've been listening to a lot, and it has a really cool visual look to it. And I'm going to show you that right now it is called 
Casey Musgraves Golden Hour. Casey Musgraves and is a very, very this, recent artist though. Yes, it's very recent. I know. I'm I'm fully aware of that, but we're gonna go ahead and take a look at that. This is what the one I have. Now, do you listen to this? And often? this is Oh yeah. Gina and I listen to this all the time. This is exactly the one we have right here. And you see how it's clear? Yeah. It's super cool. Wow. It's clear. Not cheap either. It's just Asher, have you ever listened to Casey Musgraves full out? Her listen to this album once and you will be so chilled out. You'll be able to relax for a hundred really? years. That's how chill this album is. Yes. This is a really, really good record. 10 out of 10. So yeah, that's my favorite record. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I hope that you will comment or share with us on social media. Just tag us and what your favorite record is. Let's start the next revolution of records and record players by tagging us on social media. And we we uh, absolutely love every single one of our listeners. Thank you so much for joining and giving us the support. Um, if you like what we do here at the Build Plate, feel free to share us or tell your friends and family. And as always, you have a great rest of your day. This podcast has been produced and edited by Asher and Rainer Brown. Boop, <laughs> boop,